All right. 8.42 p.m. Friday, June 14th, 2019. Episode number, what are we on, seven? Episode number seven of We're From Utah. As always, I'm Freddie. And I'm Tanner. Bang, bang. The gospel here for you. Yes. Again. Back at it. Back at it again with the white vans. We're here. So. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Always a pleasure, my friend, to have right. you around. Good to see you. Do this shit. Okay. Mixing it up today. We're at we're at Alfredo's place today. Yeah, we're uh, we're testing things out. You know, just kind of seeing, you know, how the flow of things. Yeah. Might be a little echoey. Yeah, but that's fine. So, a couple um, things. Yeah, I, I get to stare at a fat head <laughs> of, of Spider Man. Fucking, not doing the web, but he's doing it upward. It just telling me to rock out, basically. He's hailing Satan. That's what I like to think. No. <laughs> Like that this. back arm though is just—is that what that the motion yeah. like the motion is just like so would, would he be shooting a web backwards or is he swinging and then going to, and then about to like get that right rock on you know they got him right mid captured like whoever got this photo was breathtaking <laughs> <laughs> they got him before he he has his forearm up before he twists it down to shoot it's a quick motion it's like split second you know it's like oh he's in between jumps in between buildings he's just like switches i just want to take a photo of it and be like Jorhan vandysleet (laughs) spent the last eight years looking to capture this moment with his camera and he finally got it today and then that's it and that's that's the one and it's spider-man 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 because yeah you've seen those photos where it's like the bird diving in and it's like right when their beak touches water and it tells you like the the photographer took like some unheard amount of time he just sat out there and just years just trying to get that trying to get that photo of it exactly we're doing this live. Th- I-, I like that we did this video thing. Yeah, it was good. It was cool. Yeah, it was different. It was good. I hope you guys liked it. I not. was thinking about that because also like it's like could we do like we could Instagram live like almost all of our episode. Could always do half and half and be like, hey, do you guys want to get into it immediately? And you can just get a little snippet. We could always just do it random, like maybe because oh. ra- you're allowed fifty minutes, I think, or almost a full hour when you do it. So it's like literally we could almost do if you wanted to, like cause I don't you know, do you know, if you want to. I think that's a good idea. You know, we don't, you know, whenever we want to, because you can yeah. then log into the We're From Utah pod and just live stream off of that. That's a brilliant idea. Those are the only ones I have. This guy, you know. Yeah, all right. Give him a follow. Band, ta- Band Tanner Tuttle. Yeah, Band Tanner Tuttle. On both, yeah, both Instagram and uh, Twitter. Yeah, so he's doing his, his stand-up thing, so check him out on Facebook. That um, too, it's just, yeah, Tanner Tuttle. Ooh, lightning. Yeah, storming outside this is nice yeah so i i'm actually okay so tonight they're doing the opening ceremonies of the summer games it's the utah summer games it's in like oh probably it's almost 30 years it's getting close to almost like yeah. its 30th year and a few years ago larry h miller whose family owns the jazz and everything like that they bought it and started running it too yeah so they, they've been doing that for years have you ever played in them i have i played basketball back in high school cool uh, the first year I did that, I think it was the only re- year we did it, they messed up with our paperwork, as they say, and we were also going into our sophomore year is the group that it was us. It was like me and my buddy Josh and the other group, and we ended up getting put into the varsity bracket, so we were going on and facing kids that were seniors. Really? We're going to be seniors in like the varsity teams and we're just the sophomores. I think there was like one or two kids that actually ended up playing for varsity on our squad. Yeah, that was we won a few games. We didn't get a medal or anything though, but But you guys played won a few games. Yeah, not against Cedar High though. Oh well. Yeah. Big deal. But <laughs> yeah, I remember during one game it was just getting really competitive and we were like and one of our kids was like talking trash on the sideline, Carson the kid i don't know what was said or anything but i remember then the kid would like i remember he was the like one with a calf tattoo like a little skull crossbone he's like you better watch it before i'll beat your ass like saying that and so like all of us stood up and like yeah, a skull and crossbones tattoo for real i'm not even kidding god i hope he has a was mom that, tattoo now it, it was they were from duchene 
Duchesne, cool. Utah, and I'd, I'd never seen it before, so I was yeah. like, Dutch Anise? Dutch Anise. And my buddy was like, Duchesne, you fucking idiot. <laughs> fuck do I know? I've never Did seen Never that been there. Never even knew this place existed. Yeah, I'm like, Duchesne. Like, a few times I was like, Duchesne? Like, what the hell? What the Hurricane? Like, what is this town? To Queerville? Like, Togerville? Like, it's, it's weird. And then, but then the other sport I did, I did bowling a few times. That's cool. And... I think I met, like, when I did the youth, I meddled. It was funny. I did youth my first year, and it was like, I, you know, graduated high school, but you were allowed to do it till you're 19. Mm-hmm. So I was like, sweet, I'm only 17, so I can do it this year and next year. So I did that. I think I won, like, bronze for singles, silver for doubles, gold for team. So I got okay. one of each. So I was like, that was cool. And then I went to do it the next year and showed up, and they were like, hey, you actually can't do this you're disqualified already i was like uh okay what did i do like why and they were like because you play you're in an adult league and you get paid at the end of the season and that's not allowed with the youth Mm -hmm. i was like i did that last year though that's how i started bowling was in the paid leagues and they were like yeah we didn't know and it fell through but now that it's been brought up and we know i was like the only like person of that bracket that was like of from from Cedar, everyone else was from out of town. Okay, and so they were like, "Yeah, a bunch of visitors just came and took everything." I'm like, "Well, I got disqualified immediately." It was funny because Adam, my buddy, was texting me. He's like, "Good luck, buddy. Like, let me know when you're done." Like, All right, cool. I go in, and like five minutes later, I come up like, "Hey, I'm done." <laughs> like, what? I'm like, hey, "Yeah, I got happened? I got disqualified already." He's like, "You just showed your ugly face," and they're just like, "Get the fuck out of here!" I'm like, yeah, basically. So did yeah. you dirty, bro? Yeah, those are the summer games ones I've done. What about you? Uh, you soccer. Yeah, uh, soccer. Three v three. Yeah, that's, nice. That's the only one I like yeah. talking about because I won a gold medal. Hell yeah! In the losers bracket. That's fine. Yeah, medals, dude. Hey. Medals a medal. Hey, junior jazz, eighth grade, we took first place in the losers bracket championship. Yeah, that's fine. Best of the losers, bro. Best of the losers. Fuck it. Dude, we killed it in the playoffs, dude. We had the. Semi-finals was the close game. Mm. Finals, we, we doubled their points. Oh, shit. No joke. Like, it was legit. Blew them out of the water. I only scored two, but I don't give a fuck. We won. Like, I did my part on defense. Yeah. Defense wins championships. Dude, defense was great. And I wasn't meant to be the scorer on the team. We had other scorers, and so that's fine with me. Right on. I remember, yeah, my buddy uh, Josh, I think it was seventh grade. Like, you know, every team makes the playoffs. Winners regularly, you know, for all the kids, so our team won one game my team did his team won none all year no won anything no no wait they beat us that was it they one game yeah because i was like we played each other that was it so they go in there facing a really good team in the playoffs and josh's team wins oh shit josh scored more points than the whole team again that he was playing against which were like 60 points put up kobe He's, numbers he put up 19 they scored 18. Holy shit. Defense in it. They were like the kid like the kid that was like hot on the team and everything, like Ice Cold. Not in it that night. They were the 2013 Spurs. They were just yeah. Damn. Is that right? 2013? I don't know. I don't know. When they beat um, Miami. Uh 2012-20. Or I yeah, yeah. I don't know. Something like that. It was around that time. Kawhi Leonard. Speaking of basketball... He's the first player to be finals MVP for both conferences. That's a very good accomplishment. That is really good, yeah. That's impressive. And his first year, too. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, I saw this this, uh, article that said that the the first day he got on the team, he looked at uh, Kyle Lowry. He's like, hey, man, like, I know we just traded your best friend, but let's do this. Yeah. Like, let's win a championship. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's what he texted him and stuff was, I know this sucks and everything, but, like... I want to get to do this. Let's do this. Kawhi Leonard's a different breed. He's a fascinating player to watch. He's so fundamental. He's, yeah. He's, he's just really just basic like Greg Popovich made him. Yeah. But he's he's efficient as fuck. He he's is just efficient. He's very, yeah. Kind of efficient season. And I, and I know what's under the dressing of this, but it's almost under the dressing of almost every single championship. 
mm. of any league, of any sport, almost for the point of like, oh yeah, but if, what, what if KD would have played? Oh, what if, what if this injured would have played? What if this injured person would have played? But you could use that argument against the Warriors in the past few years. Every team has injuries. It happens. It just wasn't in the cards this year. Like, you that's know, all just, you can say. And then I think Steve Kerb kind of put it best. He's like, these guys are competitive and they're almost playing 100 games a season. Yeah. Like, you know, regular and playoffs and being competitive and tough. It's like, it's going to take its wear and tear. Like, they're, you know. Like, I'm almost, like, surprised that it didn't happen earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, if it didn't happen after, like, the, what is the 82-game season? Or the whatever. Oh, 73-9. Yeah. Like, that season to me would have been the season if they were to get hurt, if any of them were to get hurt. You know, glad they didn't. But oh, back, yeah, I mean, dude, yeah. they were pushing for it hard. Mm-hmm. They were playing hard in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They scraped through the, mm-hmm. in the playoffs. But, and then know? after that, when they got KD, like you know, Steph Curry would miss the first round yeah. and they'd still be fine. Or KD would miss the first round and they'd still be fine. And then even that, like they missed KD missed the Western Conference Finals and they still yeah. swept. Yeah. You know, and they, so it's like, cool, we've got time to heal and everything. But I agree with, like, Shannon Sharp and stuff. He was just, like, they lied about that injury from the get-go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It wasn't a calf. It was his Achilles. The whole the time. The entire time. Yeah, and Katie knew it. Yeah. Like, with the- and I, But I also understand trying to say it's something else to opponents, too. Yeah, because you don't... You don't want to give them the advantage. Right. So if you can say it's an injury and say it's around the same area and that- do it. Yeah, if it, it's if if you can get away with it too, because it's like you can't for some stuff, it's not arguable. But that was arguable and everything. But I so how do you feel about like the whole everybody coming after like the medical team's head? It's tough because I don't think that's fair. You know, like everyone makes mistakes and everything like that, whether it was intentional or not. I mean, that's where I kind of leeway with Shannon because he was just going after him. He's like, well, they're part of the war organization, so they're going to back them up first. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, but, like... And it's true because that's why a lot of people get outside help and treatment. Supposedly, KD went to the guy that did Kobe's Achilles tendon surgery. For his surgery? Yeah, apparently. That's what I've heard. So I was like, well, obviously, that sounds like a good guy to do it through. That's who you would want to do it. So it's... I mean, it's, it's tough, but, I mean, I don't think the medics would ever want to hurt anyone or go no. out and like think of that or mislead a, a, a person with their career or everything like that. No. You know? I, I don't think it's fair to come after them. I mean, yes, I think I agree with you. They knew about the injury. They knew it was at Achilles the whole time, but you know, come to it. They can only do, mm-hmm. you know, they, they can, they can just pass the law that the, that the GM says, you know, per se. Mm-hmm. So like if KD's like, like, they tell him, hey, you're not ready to play. But he goes and says, hey, I need to play this game. And GM says, okay. Like, yeah. if you think you can do it, yeah. it doesn't fall on the GM either. Mm-hmm. It, it's KD who says, hey, yeah. I and, want and to play. And he came out and said that. Like, yeah, he's like, he said he came, he went in and said, I want to play. play. I, I need to play. play. Yeah. So, to me, that doesn't fall on the medical team at all. Because they're, I mean, they're just doing their job. They're trying and to if, do it. And, and if he says he's good, the GM says, hey, man, listen to him. If he's good. It's and good. plus, players could be lying too. Always, I think that happens more often than people give light to. You know, it could be like, "Does this hurt?" Like, no, I like, or like the one through ten scale, or like, you know, right? With like, that's just concussions in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, the players aren't gonna say anything. You know, KD's. They could have looked at KD's Achilles like they did Russell Wilson's head injury that one Thursday night where they like put up the tent and then he just basically put it down like Rip. immediately. Yeah, that's oh shit! One. Yeah, that's from like two seasons ago, I think. I mean, players do that shit. Yeah. So, what it could have been is if KD was healthy, I think the Warriors still probably would have won in seven. Who knows? Who knows? Nobody knows. Exactly. Who knows? I mean, so losing Clay Thompson too, and that at the end too, yeah. he was having such a terrific night, just really showing what he can prove and stuff. So that sucks. Like it's just. It's tough, and then but at the same time, it's like you still got Steph Curry, mm-hmm. you still got Draymond Green. Yep. And you got Andre Iguodala. So it's like you've got a solid three still to go through. And but yeah. it's I don't know, Toronto was looking good. Van Fleet was looking good. Like, Van Fleet was playing out of his mind. You know, he had I think he had like nine or ten points or even more in just the fourth quarter alone, so he came alive when it can't when it mattered most. I thought like if anyone was gonna get the MVP besides Kawhi, like it could have been him. Yeah. You know, the game one was the Siakam game basically. 
yeah, he he played good and he didn't really do much after that. No, but he, he didn't came, need to. Like that was the you know like that's a that was he killed it in the play, like during the in the playoffs. Yeah, oh, he well, killed it. Draymond Green had a triple double last night. Oh shit! He had like eleven or twelve points, so not a lot of points. 18, 19 rebounds, and then twelve assists. So it's like Drake. You know, so what a, what a tough, but it's like the LeBron James 51 points and you lose that. Like, and it was like what I tweeted yesterday. Yeah. Like, you know, they won a game last year because someone had a timeout and didn't use it. And, and they, they don't and they have basically one. cost up the game more by calling the timeout. I love Draymond and Steph's reaction though, right after. And they just kind of gave the smug look and went and just stood by the coach and was just like, ah, yep, that's it. So I, I agree with, uh, with, with, with the decision to make Kawhi Leonard the MVP. Oh, the finals. Yeah, was did, they haven't announced the no, regular no. season? The, I, which I don't get. That's stupid, right? Yeah. So that they wait and do an NBA award show after the season's done and everything like that. Like I see what they're trying to do, but it it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Do it before the playoffs, like you've always done it. You I can like do that. you can do it like maybe like the day before the final starts or something. That would like be good that. too. You know, the opening, like they have, you know, finals media day or something. Or like, you know, maybe like if you even want to wait until a game clinching scenario, but you don't know which games, you could either do it game four, or game, you know, like maybe game four at the earliest or just try and get away with it. But it's like the start of the finals would be perfect too. Yeah. That would almost be better. That That is better. To, That's my, my idea, now. NBA. You need to give me money or tickets or something for that. That's if a good one. use that. Patent pending. Just because I'm saying it doesn't make it true. <laughs> but patent pending... Um, what number serial? Two million seven hundred fifty-eight thousand three hundred sixty-two. Hopefully that's not taken. Fuck. God, I hope not. Um. So, yeah. So this past weekend we both went and saw the Broadway play Bright Star, Star, which we went and saw because my mom plays a character in it, but it's just basically just she's an ensemble, so she's just there for background dancing and singing and stuff like that. But it was really fucking good. Yeah. It was I've seen her do four plays. She's done the last four that the community theater has done and she was like this has been my favorite one and I was it by it was far awesome. the best one. It was amazing. There was oh dude, I, I the best number in that was still the right before the intermission. Right before the yeah, intermission. The please don't, don't take him, dude. Don't take my baby. Dude, yeah. So it's the play is written and the music's all written by Steve Martin, the yeah. comedian. Steve Martin, who's been around before we were born and everything like that. Yeah, he plays banjo and stuff. And then he did it with, and then it's a female. I forgot the female's name, but she had a hit in the 90s. That what I am is what I am, which you are on one. That song. So they wrote it together. And the album won a Grammy. Whoa. But it wasn't music from that, but it was music inspired for her. To make the story and then it's mm. different songs actually for what we saw mm, but okay. still and then they wrote and composed that though so but it was ugh, it was good it was great and if you guys don't know what it is look it up it is it, it's worth it and yeah it's it's about set in the uh, right after world war Two ended and then a man wanting to be a writer yeah and he's yeah just doing that that's all i'm gonna <laughs> say about it basically there's um the girl who played Alice, I I have I have the book in the other room, that has her name. Mm-hmm. But I would love to shout her out. She, you were amazing. She was amazing. Her voice is just Dude. stellar, just a beautiful voice. And when she sings that last one, that I think we agree is is our favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, she's good in all of them. Yeah, she's good in all. Of she's them. good in all of them. But, but that one, that passion and that voice behind that song just holy shit like i listened to the youtube like original version of it it's not as good. and it it is not as it's anywhere not as near as good as what i saw last awesome. week i would like to shout her because she fucking killed it it's just in my room it was kelsey burton um, kelsey kelsey burton so shout out and shout out to everybody else in it yeah everyone did really well um the kid that played jimmy ray has been in two of the other plays my mom's been in went in. Stockton Myers. Yeah. Because oh, at first I was, like, I was like, so the kid that played him, I was like, he was in The Music Man, right? He's the one that sang the Shapoopy. She's like, yep, that's him. And she was like, and he was also one of the pastry chefs in 
the Drowsy Chaperone, which was the first one. I was like, oh, wow. those guys were my favorite characters from the first one. It's basically these two hired hit, like gangster hitmen hmm. to uh, make sure that this lady doesn't get married because she's an actress and gets money, and it's the agent hired the hitmen. Okay. Or no, it was like the businessman of the theater hired the hitman to kill the agent if anything happened and stuff. So they disguise themselves as pastry chef during the wedding. And so they like have like pastry, like puns in it and everything. That's neat. It's all, it was What did so you say that one was called? The Drowsy Chaperone. The Drowsy Chaperone. Yeah. It's funny, it was my mom's first one. She's a uh, play she's done with them. It was her biggest role. That she's had so far. But she's fine with doing smaller roles and stuff because she's like, nothing's came out that's really grabbed my attention. But she's like, I'm still going to just do it for now yeah. just to show I can play part and play up and then maybe I can get credentials and when something comes my way, I can ask for it and get it. Right. So I was like, that's cool. So, yeah, but... No, shout out to your mom, man. She killed it. It was it was awesome. Yeah. I was just watching. Yeah. She, she loved it. She was having so much fun and that made me so yeah. happy. We'll get... Um, Saturday when we saw it, mm. it was the 10 year anniversary to the day of her um, being diagnosed with a uh, stage four colon cancer so it was a big day for wow. her to you know go through and beat that and still be around and being in plays and kicking ass and stuff That's yeah i guess awesome i guess after that place like she had a big cake for everyone but it was for her right but yeah it was man that's all awesome. that's that's fucking awesome I'm, I'm gonna give your mom a hug when i see her because i didn't know that yeah i didn't know that yeah well, you know, I don't try and talk about yeah, it. Yeah, like it's, anything. It's, it's something that's, you know, sometimes... Oh, yeah, like, like she's a badass. Well, like, because the thing that, like, really got through, like, that, like, I think it's what made it finally, like, sink in for me that it was pretty intense or more crazier than I thought was there's a statistic out there, like, after you're diagnosed, 95% of people that had that don't live past five years. But my mom saw it as a challenge. It was like, I'm going to beat that be that five percent and took over and everything and so man yeah your mom is a badass right yeah but like when i first heard that that's when it kind of sunk in i was like oh shit this is like serious serious like that's when it finally got to me that's fucking nuts man right yeah like that threw me for a loop for a little bit and then you know like you come to accept it and realize it yeah then now it's just like anything can happen at any fucking time yeah oh it's true you know so it's just like but Enjoy it. Enjoy life while you can. Definitely. Yeah. You know, keep just keep living yeah. in the moment. Do your thing. Speaking of the summer games, opening mm. ceremonies, they uh, got a band to play tonight. <laughs> and they got plain white tees. The plain white tees. Aw, oh, dude. But, like, at the same time, like, how cute is it to think of, like, fireworks going off and, hey there, Delilah. I wish I was there and just had that moment. Dude, we could probably go to the parking lot and just like sit there and wait and just like probably hear it. It's probably too late now because it started at seven thirty. I don't know when they're gonna do fireworks. I don't even know if they're gonna do fireworks. It's like raining out there. I don't care. Isn't that the perfect weather for fireworks? That's I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't care. I don't really like fireworks that much. Yeah, once you've seen them, like you've seen them. Kind you've of seen types. one one show. You've seen them all. Like it's nice, you know. Like you can get reminded every few years. Yeah. It's like oh, it's the same. Yeah, and it's such a bummer to you. Oh, fucking fireworks. It's about to... Oh, See, my right. favorite are the ones that go up and they're really tiny. And then a few seconds later, it's then that sonic boom. Like, boom. I was like, those are my favorite. I oh, like those. When are we going to get like the ones that Gandalf fucking has? When are those going to be real? When it's like a legit dragon, blows like fire and I'm flies just, through I the th- air. I and think they, they can do that now, actually. Well, do they got like... They got they got crazier shit than that, but that like make that accessible. That's probably what UFOs are. <laughs> Fireworks. No, <laughs> no way. Do you believe her in UFOs? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I've I saw you like I remember being a child at like four or five, and like my parents bringing in groceries one night, and I remember something rising where the moon usually does, and it didn't look like the moon. It just looked like a, like a space. Like, it was so weird to me. Mm. But like, I was the only one that saw it. My parents were like, no, it's, and I'm like, what the? It was weird. So I don't know what was up with my brain that day. But no, one time, me, Rachel, and our friend Desiree were sitting behind that family dollar on Main Street. That's up by like the glass auto glass shop oh yeah of course and everything like yeah, that yeah. so rachel was living there with a friend so it was around june july we're all sitting outside nighttime 
and stars are out and stuff. And we see one bright star. Mm-hmm. And it just starts dropping and dropping. And then it just stops dropping. And then just slowly starts fading away and fading away and fading away. And then it was gone. And all three of us were sitting there and all saw it. Wow. And we were like, what the fuck did we just see? Yeah. That's, that's pretty trippy because... So I was like, so that's the only... Like, so, you know... That's an that's a UFO. That's an unidentified flying yeah, object. Totally. I didn't see anything, but it looked like a you know just a ding, like a bright little light star, you know, light reflection. It just stopped, and then it just started back. It's crazy because like I've back seen... and up, and back. And <laughs> it up. just disappears. And I was like, yeah. So I was like, that's my right crate like religious crazy encounter. I had to. I was nineteen or twenty. Okay. At the time, so yeah, ten years ago, about. Yeah. Rachel was there. She could vouch for it. I'm sure Desiree <laughs> would still vouch for it. That all three of us saw that craziest unidentified flying object I ever saw. I was 13, I want to say, and we were getting out of the car, and I, me and my dad both look up to the mountain, and I kind of saw like the tail end of it, but there was this like ball of fire hmm. that landed on top of Cedar Mountain. Oh, but it was like a weird ball of fire because what I saw, it wasn't like like leaving a trail. It was just like a red beam that looked like fire and then gone. Hmm. And it was like on top of Cedar Mountain. Hmm. I didn't know what it, what it was, you know. Meteor it was, or something. Like it could have been anything, you know. It but been, yeah. Uh, and, and I didn't know. I, obviously, I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> You're 13 years old, the worst. Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens. Aliens. No man, I'm a, I'm a believer of it. Definitely. No, it's I just never I've never seen like an actual like UFO, yeah. like an alien spacecraft yeah. or no. anything that could be deemed that, I guess. So I've brought him up before on the podcast. The guy I used to work with at the bowling alley, they used to work for the army and stuff. Yes. So he's like he's like he's conspiracy theorist and stuff like he, so he drops hints for me so like cuz he told me about underwater sea shit. I remembered this one. So he's like, "Okay, well, think about this." He's like, "So Roswell, what was that? 48?" 50, 51, around that, you know, area. I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay. So what happened to the U.S. government after that? Remember we developed, like, stealth technology and, like, Kevlar technology. And we started getting all of these advancements that just kind of poofed out of nowhere. Mm. It's like we traded or did something with it. And he brought up, yeah, because what it was is kind of like the X-Files brings it up, too, is from our atomic bombs they could feel that and sense that so that's why they were coming here because the second we discovered nuclear technology like we're destroying we, we reached this new like like yeah. level if you will yeah so they're coming to kind of like stop us or you know everything so they tried it so they made a treaty like there was a treaty with other countries like that they agreed not to bomb or do any nuclear testing or anything like that in exchange for their technology technology and stuff and then i watched I like a and that. then i watched like a ufo sh- conspiracy show one time and like they were like bringing up stealth and laser pinpoint technology and all that kind of stuff and i was just like dude, the old motherfucker was right dude he's not kidding around like it's it's dots are connecting and it's weird and it totally makes sense and it's completely plausible like you just sit there yeah. and you listen to it and you're like oh shit that's very true like we we have this I mean shit like you were saying stealth bombers and stuff yeah like they're like silent when they're up there yeah I mean we were like the propeller jets before that like the like fucking here you come from like 10 miles out yeah it's nuts dude it's a huge jump it's just weird so it happened in on July 8th of 1947 okay and the article the newspaper says uh, announcing the capture of a flying saucer yep yeah, that like Chuck said, like there's a guy that's like got the like photo of what he saw, like mm. of an alien, like one of the scientists, and he's like proving it because I think he was like kept it under wraps until like he was almost dead, you know, had to confess. Yeah, everything like oh, that. Oh, that's so gangster, dude! Like big fuck you to like the people you swore to clear it off to. Like, yeah. what are they gonna do? Oh, we gotta kill. Oh, what are they gonna do exactly? Well, then that goes into something else that every time that something like true is being said they shut those people up Uh uh-huh you know or they deem them as crazy or Uh or like yeah you know they will do shit just to keep that shit hidden they gotta do what they gotta do and like you know i think i've brought it up too before like i get like you understand like it's just crazy like why does the american government keep that from us it's like the less information we know the better dude do you think people 
like my neighbors and, around here are gonna be like cool if they look on the news right now and they're like oh hey by the way we've known about aliens for 50 years here they are here they are on live tv this is not bullshit yeah people are gonna lose their minds yeah so it's it's to control the masses yeah. essentially yeah. you know just to keep people stop people from freaking out about shit that mm. they can't comprehend right is it good is it bad i don't yeah, know i don't know so probably for the better good so we've been bringing up we've been wanting to do this one bit well alfredo's really been wanting to do it lately and we always <laughs> bring it up at the end and we never have enough time for it and or we at least we, we want to give enough time to push on this because we want our bits to be free yes like i don't want to cut them short if we don't have to and or anything like that so alfredo tell the good people what we're doing the, wait wait what you've been earning to tell oh man so here at we're from utah studios we're all about building things up not tearing them down we also encourage people to stay utarded to crazy crazy dynamic around here but our main goal this summer was to help somebody out there find their true love and how do we do that tanner social media swiping dms you know, all that shit sliding swiping though so we have a little thing here we'd like to call I don't there's not really a name for it. This is just Tinder bios. Yeah. I think I've dragged it on long enough. Yeah, it's just fucking Tinder bios. We're just yeah, we're doing Tinder. I hope somebody out there I'm gonna give you their names, their age, and their Tinder bios. And I hope that somebody out there just uh, you know, just can't resist and then they go on this crazy romantic hunt. <laughs> I remember a a girl I know that lives in St. George, she's like, one time my bio was just, yeah, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> like, gangster. Like, then why the fuck are you on? She's like, I don't know to deter some people. Swipe right. This young lady's name is Andrea. She's 22. Southern Utah. Tanner, Tanner's putting up parentheses because on 22. She might be. I don't know. I just was throwing <laughs> up twos and... 22! I was thinking of Taylor Swift, unfortunately. I don't know about you. I'm feeling 22. Okay. So she likes to hang out with friends, meet new people, cook, go to the movies, play pool. I like to hang out at home. I'm very outspoken. I do have tattoos and plan on getting more. I am very affectionate. I like to make sure the man I'm with is happy and taken care of. Anything else you want to know? Just ask. If you're interested, it's a question mark. If you're interested, Add me on Snapchat. Should I don't know. Should I give, should I give her give the people her Snapchat? She put it out there already she, on Tinder. She did do that. So I mean, okay. So how, it's, a, a podcast that has eight people listening. I'm she. I think she's all right. fine. Hey, maybe you guys will fall in love. Her her Snapchat name is Andrea. So it's A N D R E A, number four, U, Foster. That's her Snapchat. Andrea for U Foster. Yeah, and <laughs> Fofty, that's what I thought. Fofty, please Fofty, no more. Her Instagram is Andrea Foster 0 Alright, Andrea, we're going to find you somebody. Annalise, she's 18. Emojis. Annalise. Ain't... <laughs> she's 18. <coughs> Ain't... <laughs> or anal ice. <laughs> Analyze is crazy. <laughs> so she has emojis, you know the the smirking emoji, and the drooling one that still like has the dumb face, it's like yeah. and a heart. Add my snap. Yup, it's Anna, number one, like just number one. I'm pretty much good at everything. Sugar daddy needed. That was just oh that was. That was just one run-on sentence. She's 18, so sugar daddies out there, hit that up. That was her whole bio? That was it. Oh <laughs> that <God>. was it. <laughs> so this girl here. <laughs> I mean, what that daddy need? I mean. So are we going to do three and three then? You need to do three, three and three. Three emails yeah. and see if we can connect the three or not yet. This is Charlene. She's 20 years old, Weber State University. Instagram, Twitter, at Charlene. D-O-E-L-L. Doel? Dole. Dole. So, I like tacos. It's summer. Let's hike. Let's hike. I like tacos. It's summer. Let's hike. 
Is that three? Is that two? I don't remember. I like doing. tacos. It's summer. It's like it's like a like Bars. a white person's version of the Tyler the Creator kill people burn shit fuck school. Is that G Easy, bro? <laughs> so this dude here, we're switching up to the dudes, the fellas. This is Daniel. He's twenty six, PhD student at Michigan or at Michigan at Salt Lake City, Utah, University of Michigan. So he transferred over, I assume. I don't know why, but weird flex, but okay. Your typical NPR hippie. I just got my PhD in math from the U. Now I'm fun employed until August and looking for someone to share the fun. Likes, bicycles, climbing, books, indie films, sleeping outside, getting lost, mathy things, history, dislikes, Brussels sprouts. Is that it? Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. that's that's his only dislike. That's his, his only brothers. dislike. Okay, set him up with the girl that likes tacos and hiking. Oh, they're perfect. Oh, match made in They heaven. talked about summer. Oh my god, it's perfect. You know, it's already done. I, when you were still talking, I was like, I already know this might be the deal breaker. About. Oh shit. Four twenty friendly. <sighs> I don't. I mean, I don't know. We don't know Charlene. Wait, is that her? I don't remember. Whoever likes it, the taco girl. Taco girl. Taco taco. <laughs> she might not be weed friendly. Alright. But he's got like random Russian words. I I don't know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Who cares? Of it course, probably says Of course you don't. <laughs> Who does? Who does? Who can read Russian? <laughs> no. Who hit us dude, up. Dude, dude, the day we get someone who can read Russian as a listener, dude, we've made it. I think we've made we've gone international. Yeah. That's that's shit. Hey. Well at least made it to LA. So. <laughs> okay let's see okay let this guy here his name is mike what up mike 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 what up mikey he's 35 oh university of missouri lives in salt lake city newish to slc picks not updated i shaved my head the other week okay is that it no Oh. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool start. Yeah. Shaved his head. Shaved your head. All right. Well, uh, uh, see when that, see when that's dated and hopefully there wasn't a rally nearby. Like in future reference too, if you see someone that just says, oh, I just shaved my head recently. See if there was a rally nearby. Just <laughs> saying. Hey, that's a, being, I just want you to be safe. We're building things up here. Just be safe. Cause that be just, safe. I'm, 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 if you just say, Hey, just like freshly, Hey, you had like hair last week at the gym. I, why are you... Bo- like, I've never seen the puzzle, but I already know what the puzzles are going to look like, so... <laughs> so you should probably check if there's a, 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 a rally nearby. Careful for Mike, ladies. Unless unless you're... Did you find that corner care. piece? Hey, watch for the rally nearby. Watch for the rally. <laughs> Did you find the corner piece? Fragile human here with no special awareness. But he spelled special wrong. Like S-P-S-I-L... S P A C I A L. Special. Special. No. Oh, I'm a fucking idiot. I had to just keep reading. It says, "Fragile human here with no spatial awareness." I had to keep reading. It cuts off weird. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought it was special. Equals lots of injuries. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Green text bubbles bother me. No kiddos that claim that I claim legally. Six nieces, nephews, that I would though. So he likes kids. Yeah. And I didn't hear any chick, and then the last ones who like kids. So I don't know. Yeah, Wait. nothing about about that. Um, was this the thirty-five year old? This is the thirty-five year old. I would almost do the sugar daddy, but because that just fits better. Right. Sushi is acceptable for every meal. Learning new sports for old people currently attempting to master pickleball. Helping turn Utah into a blue state. How's he going to do that? I like him. I think, yeah. I'll send him your way, bro. Dope. Oh, man. I like this Eric guy here. I think Eric's a good match for somebody. Who's the, who's the first girl again? The first girl? The, that's the one we have left. God, I don't remember. I can go back. I just am not looking at it. Eric. He's 31. Okay. Okay. He's self-employed. Ooh. 
at Full Stack Web Developer and Real Estates. Okay. Sugar Daddy. That might work for the Sugar Daddy, but at the... I don't know. I feel like with a sugar daddy, you don't want too much money. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Let us know. I love laughing until my stomach hurts. Think you could win if we played who laughs the hardest or longest loses? Why would you play that, old man? That's, that's weird. That's weird. It is weird. So tell me, why does a skeleton go to a movie by himself? Because he didn't have the guts to ask his friend or ask someone. <laughs> I like that answer. Oh. But it's because he's single and does not care about this tender thing. Just kidding. It is because the skeleton has no body. It has no body to ask? Yeah. That's a good one. Is it? Uh, debatable. By the way, I am a reader. Very athletic. Outgoing. Indoor. Traveling. Multilingual. And love to eat. Food makes me happy, too. So food makes me happy. Does Who isn't happy with food? My mom doesn't like to eat, and I think she's a fucking weirdo. Uh, it's kind of weird. Yeah, nah, just, I mean, it's just, I don't know. She doesn't like wasting time with it and stuff. I'm like, oh, you're weird. <laughs> I'm like, I love eating. So the first girl was Andrea. She oh, yeah. To, she Andrea. likes to meet new people, cook and stuff. If she cook, there we go, food. All right. You're done. And then was Anal Lice. Oh, sorry, Annalise. Yeah, she was the sugar daddy hit. Yes. Hook her up with the second guy. Because the, yeah. the second, um, unless the second guy was the douchebag with the green text bubble, right? Yep. And then Charlene was the third girl, the taco girl. Yeah, who we hooked up with the first guy. Yes. Because he's looking for something summer too. Cause they were like, it's summer. You're the NPR hippie. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got a four twenty friendly. Jesus Christ, we gotta figure that out. Damn. Let us know if you know her. Let us know if she's weed friendly. <laughs> I remember one of my first like joke bits. I always like I wanted to do, but I got. I wasn't doing stand-up yet, so I put it on Facebook at the time. Was I remember they were doing the swipe left campaign with Truth, which is the truth is against teens to smoke and everything like that. Okay. So they were doing this song called Swipe Left if you see someone with a cigarette in their profile pic. And they even got Harley from Epic Mealtime to do like a little rhyme in it and stuff. Cool. So it was like, you know, so it was like, yeah, the left swipe program. And I'm like, but I'm like, call me old fashioned. I'm like, isn't Twitter where you go to fuck? And then I've always heard the saying, if she smokes, she pokes. So I'm like, you're totally throwing off my games here, dude. <laughs> so apart from Tinder and hooking somebody up here, mm-hmm. I would just like to take a quick second to read some of these insane fucking people. Oh yeah, so after you get matched with people, this is the hard part. This is this is when you find out people are crazy, yeah. Let's take Chad for example. Can I stick my dick in your nose ring? To which she said, <laughs> "So actually, I just want to stop and say this real quick." So he met she matched with Chad on November 30th of 2015. She didn't respond until January 15th. She she left this dude high and dry with that question. Can I stick my dick in your nose ring? To which she says, yes, please. Where are you? I'm down tonight. Send me a pic of your asshole. <laughs> God. I saw the one where someone just sent the lyrics to Smash Mouse All-Star. <laughs> that one's great. That one's great. But it didn't, yeah, it didn't show me if they replied or anything. Oh, damn it. What are the odds a girl like you... And a guy like me go on a date? It's a good question. I'll narrow it down to a multiple choice question. A. Coffee. B. Lunch. C. Dinner. D. The zoo. Dude replied, or the girl, I don't know. D. So what you're saying is you want the D. Shooter shoot, bro. Shooter shoot. <laughs> Did I like this one? Hey, I heard you looking for a stud because I've got the STD and all I need is you. It's like, give that. I already got one of those. (laughs) STD or a stud? (laughs) I'll keep you guessing. That's awesome. That's 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 the best. That's the best comeback. I like that one. (laughs) People are nuts. People are nuts. Be safe out there. It's just because you like being behind a computer or a phone and stuff like you can kind of get away with what you want to say or being ridiculous right there's no you're just this tough guy or it's a crazy asshole 
on the internet. Okay. <laughs> Here's one, like, hi, like, hey, how's your day going? It's been weird. Like, I'm pretty sure I saw a dead man on the floor at Downtown Crossing today. It was disturbing. That's it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope he's okay. Dude, some of these people are just like... Sticks and stones may break your bones, but my dick would absolutely destroy you. Who are these people? Like, where, what do you... They work at, like, Walmart as, like, a cashier. And then go, then do this. They wild out on Tinder. God. Fuck you. Shit, sorry. I didn't mean to send you my to-do list. <laughs> God, these... They're all, they're all jokes, right? Like, I mean, they can't be, like, serious. I, I don't oh, know. God, dude. I don't put it past these people. These damn kids. Kids, like, or, yeah, just people messing around and stuff. Like, I might be dumb. Like, I could cat Like, you could post a dumb photo and catfish people and just be fun. Like, have you seen one of the YouTube video I like? I think GQ does it, where they had Hannibal Burris and Eric Andre switch tinders. Where, like, they let the other one have control for, like, five minutes. And so they'd get matched and talk to people and shit. And so, that sounds awesome. Like, Eric Andre was on Hannibal's. And he's like, I want to... F-. He was like... He got matched with a girl, and he was like, will you fuck my wife? And she's like, okay. He's like, oh, shit. No one said that before. Panicking, panicking. Uh, <laughs> I'll fuck your husband? <laughs> shit. And then Hannibal gets Eric's, and he's like, oh, let's go to settings first. And he's like, let's set it wide, and let's also set it to male. And so he just starts getting... Oh, my God. Oh, just fucking with him and shit. Shit. Um, okay, so hopping, hopping off of Tinder here, just because I, I, I saw this... Just barely. Um, we both checked out the new Dreamville. We're oh, gonna the hop- song, yeah. Yeah, we're going to hop into some music real quick. Oh. Because... I like that mix-up. I like the remix. It was... It was I mean, shit. That that Dreamville's... I've always liked Dreamville. Huge fan. Love J. Cole. Love, love J.I.D. Love Boz. Yeah, I've just barely first been getting introduced to him the past few months and stuff. But I like what I've been hearing from him. Yeah, They're it's all good pretty shit. good. Yeah. What did you think? Which song did you listen to? The Get Down. Or Get Bad Down. Down or... Oh, Got Me. Or down bad, down bad, down bad. That's the one with Bob. Down, down bad, yeah. Yeah, that one's hard. Coming the round, round, yeah. That shit was sick. <laughs> it's got that old school beat style. Dude, I, that's the first thing I heard, and I loved it. Like, yeah, I was like, this, like, is, like, this is like hip hop classic style. I don't know, like it's so short for how many people are oh, on that track too. They all have like I thought J Cole had the shortest verse. It wasn't long enough. I was so excited. Dude, I, I, Dude he's been doing so much lately. I, like, like, it's cool. And he's, I feel like the Dreamville is like... Everybody else more than it is J. Cole. Yeah, like it's not supposed to be about him. Yeah. Like he's just there to be like, look what I brought together. Yeah. Like, look what I've been having fun mixing and producing or helping or doing whatever he's been doing. That's what G-Unit should have been. And like, yeah, like, <laughs> oh, like, yeah, I'll spit this. Yeah. Like I was watching um, the Vibe Villa podcast, uh, the Vibe Villa guys, they do uh, reviews Mm-hmm. of hip-hop and they were talking about how they wish uh the uh, label uh, kendrick has and he's with td yeah that they do the same thing and like have a giant collaboration album and stuff they're just running off of like everybody that's on the label like they're just like tde is like it yeah but if they could like do something like that yeah. like just k-dot j-rock and whoever like just a few School other Boy good Q. ones Schoolboy, just a couple other good ones yeah. they just keep yeah. that like dipset yeah like Dipset was dope. Yeah. Back in the day, like they yeah. that that's kind of what it was. They were on the same label, and they just yeah. kind of. Yeah, and then supposedly J Cole and Kendrick are gonna collaborate sometime soon, which would be fucking dope. I didn't know. I, um, I take that with a grain of salt because right. they've been saying that since I was in high school. Well, yeah, because they I didn't know J Cole produced High Power. Really? Yeah. Like he produced that for Kendrick. Yeah. I had no. Oh shit. And then and then they have collaborated for Forbidden Fruit, but that's not too that, yeah. crazy. But that's such a I love the beat in that song and the the flow of it and everything. But yeah, I swear I saw like a YouTube thing where it was High Power produced by J Cole. And it's such a good song. The beat the beats, the beats are really nice. Very good in that song. So he did. Let's see. Okay, come on. I know there's a few more man that that J Cole did. No, like his songs. Yeah, High Power in there, 2011 on Section 80. Mm-hmm. Workout was J. Cole. That's right. And so it was Can't Get Enough. He did those two. And I wouldn't be surprised if he did a, like if he did Most all of, of Dreamville. Yeah. Or all of Dreamville. Does Dreamville and stuff. Why not? 
Just do it. It's, it's fun. Sick. It's probably fun to do. Some some people just have an, uh, like an itch for it. So and it, and it pays off. And speaking of good producing and everything like that, end of music. Have you listened to Tyler the Creator, Igor? Igor. I listened one to album? one song. The Earthquake. No, actually, mm. it was. Um, let me pull it up real quick. I I did. No, that was on another on the Flower Boy album that I was listening to the other day. Uh, the one with Frank Ocean. Mm-hmm. That one's really good. Yeah. That, okay, uh, yeah. I can't remember the name of that one. Yeah. That one just came. I've only listened to that album like once, but I remember that song. I was like, that's a really good song. Earthquake. You make my earthquake. I have the uh, that song Puppet. Okay. That song Puppet's dope. I need to re-listen to it because I've only listened to it I think like twice through. Okay. Like he says, it's best enjoyed and the best absorb and everything if you listen to it all the way through with no pauses or anything too i want to check that out for sure but i i liked it i was just like really thrown off of how like i haven't actually listened to tyler the creator album in a while mm-hmm. and so like to hear it i was like wow like this is nothing like the tyler the creator i it's a completely no. different like it's different and i'm not mad i'm not angry or anything it was Sounds really good. good like it's really good it's different um one comedian friend i'm with he said it was trash except for the last four songs Hmm. so i heard that before going in but i'm like they're not bad like earthquake the first time i heard it i'm like it is kind of repetitive and then there's the one part where the guy does the kind of verse and you can barely understand what he's saying i'm gonna take me on on the venue uh, uh, she go wiggy uh that's how we are it's exactly how they sound i'm like i don't know what the hell you're saying but that song like that song the bass and i was not expecting it to go crazy as it does in my crook you got me excited i'm gonna i'm gonna check that out yeah that one's that one's good there's a few songs on there that are pretty good and but like but then i listened to flower boy Mm -hmm. because i was like okay maybe he's always he's been like this for a while yeah igor is like that first song you know how it's just kind of like kanye west like that like just weird style that's igor like there's none of him really doing the dark rapping yeah sounding or anything like that which you get like it's like half like flower boys like half and half and then igor's like that. so is, is it more is it a sad album because it a pretty like bummy it album? could be yeah like because it's a um like the vibe villa guys i watched their review like they're talking about like it's like him going through like a breakup or like a messy bad relationship like mm. or like friends you know something like that because the last song's called can we be friends okay are we still friends and it's produced it's got How- feral uh, pharrell how how fitting for the last track on a on a album about that yeah exactly and that's what they were talking about too and everything and i can yeah because he kind of references it like you know break you know like leaving screaming driving down real fast and stuff like that like so like it's kind of a repetitive you know yeah and like kind of being sad and stuff like that but not extremely you know it's not like depressing it's just like it's sad it's not like his own stuff about him being sad and stuff or maybe it's just a more mature like understanding sad mm. you know and it's it is kind of cool to see some like artists and stuff like how much they can mature or age or change and their music how much they stay the same or something like that because like he he writ produced and had organized the songs in the right in that order and, and that selective like, order he did it all and then i think i read something that he had eight hits on the top in the billboard 200 or something shit eight or something yeah like a record and it's like a record for like the most at one point off the same album or some shit that's impressive that's really impressive that's incredible we were going back to j cole about like growth and stuff Mm -hmm. j cole's music has changed from the first Mm mixtapes to the first album Mm -hmm. to now yeah like false prophet that's the last one no was that false false prophets it came after um his last album right no kod is his last one okay so I there was that think, there was that recall. transition there was a transition in that point where he started he dropped a like for your eyes only for your eyes only like yeah. it was this weird like mature like cold yeah. talking about like his life and yeah like finally growing up and, and then the it big goes picture. into this this like political but like very like woke j cole yeah, where he talks about like his his idols Kanye West Kanye. yeah or just like you know and seeing I've heard he he disses Kanye though too he, false prophets he t- he says um the, I mean, it's in the chorus you know uh, he he kind of mentions um kanye west in a very like says i know that i he won't top it yeah and i'll i'll read i'll pull up the lyrics real quick because it's, yeah. it's just such a good oh 
middle child. Yeah, middle that's child. Yeah, that's the one where he's yes. You know, he won't make a song like because at first because he's like he brings up how Drake bought him like a really nice watch. Yeah, and, he and says, he's like, people are wanting us to like diss each other. Like two greats or, can't coexist. And he's like, yeah, two greats can't coexist. I'm not gonna swerve into someone else's lane, or I'm not gonna make a diss track for no reason. It won't be for clout. It won't be for fame. It won't be because my sneakers ain't selling the same. And that's the Kanye one. I that's, that's what I think of at least. It's because my sneakers ain't the Yeezys ain't selling. J. Cole is, has made has had the coolest transition into how he is yeah. now. See, when I first heard him, I didn't know who he was, but I would hear him at the alley Okay. when I worked there, and I didn't like it because it was that, like, he did the Paula Abdul remake. I think that's Work Out the Straight Up Now, Tell Me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't handle that one. And then, so I heard that one a lot, and then I would hear um, No Role Models. But at the no time, like, at the in the alley I couldn't really hear it but I always knew that song because of the George W. Bush bit in it there's an old saying yeah, yeah. so I was like oh yeah it's the song so then the beginning I would hear it and then I remember one time like I started getting into J. Cole after K.O.D. came out mm-hmm. and so I like I was listening to him like mowing the lawn and then that No Role Models came out and I was like oh shit this is J. Cole and like yeah. so like it brought the song back to me and I'm like dude this song bumps Sick, yeah. such a good song first things first rest in peace Uncle Phil, Phil. For real, real. Like, yeah, that's yeah, that's a good song. I love that shit. I um, was, yeah, I was talking about that at work today because I, yeah, crazy white lady, don't save her. Here's here's that lyric. This is dedicated to the ones who listen on some faithful shit. Uh, so that one he talks about because he talks about Kanye not being able to top his own shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so so this is dedicated to the ones who listen to me on some faithful shit. I'm thank I'm some thankful shit. I don't know, it's like edited. Stupid. Uh but the real God is in you, not the music you cop in. I hear my old I don't know what he says. Hear my old shit. Hold yeah. Hear my old shit and I know I can top it. False prophets. That whole song to me is just and like that last like bar because he he says that they know he knows they won't top it yeah and then for him to be like I know I can top it is not yeah, only like his reassurance that like yeah. I'm better. I've I've passed my well, idol like i've i haven't peaked i have yeah and i don't know when i'm going to peak or if i'm going or to peak. peak yeah because i want to yeah keep going yeah I, I would like to see j cole live yeah that would be a cool one like that's probably like one of the top rappers i, w- I probably would rather see j cole over uh kendrick yeah i i yeah. just have this like yeah. cool admiration for j cole like you, just the music he makes have you listened to the run to the jewels the new one no, yeah, but just oh, ever, ever? Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like them. Run the like, super sick. Killer Mike is dope. Killer Mike LP, I really like too. I think a, they would be they would be dope to see. They're really like I see them as energetic and everything like that guy. Like oh, their music is so hyped. Yeah, it's I really sick. like him. And I LP produces it, so like I just like how they like that's because that's how they met. Was LP was produced one of Killer Mike's albums. Really, and so then they just they... hit it off and stuff, and then they decided to like, man, like we should do shit together. So the, the last one they dropped was "Let's Go," uh, that's on the Venom album. Yeah, and that yeah. one's sick. Yeah, but the Royal We. Yeah, yeah, that one's that one's not bad. Like I don't know, but my favorite song by them's "Lie Cheat Still." Lie Cheat Still. That's off of RTJ Two. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite song by them. That's my favorite album by them too. It's a really good album. I, I really like, like "Run the Jewels 3 run the jewels like, like the, the all three one. of them are really good and number yeah. three is really good there's a oh, there's a song on there that i just the one with the rick and morty music video oh mama's <laughs> a really good one you know i haven't actually seen that really yeah i will send it to you because it is really good yeah please do it is run, no run the jewels are super underrated i think they're I, yeah. I, they don't get enough love and respect dude they went on tour with lord like last summer and stuff that's cool what's because, that what's she doing god yeah, like she, I think, released an album and stuff. Did they? I'll see if I can find the song. There's a song where it's um, it's called Supercut. I think is what it's called. Okay. But, and I've never really heard it, but it's a remix and it's got RTJ in it. Cool. So I'll send you that one. But it's like they're like verses from another song like already. I do believe, but I'm not sure. There's a dude that I, I keep in uh, a video. I keep trying to send you, and I always forget. I'm a piece of shit like that. It's cool. uh-huh. Whatever. Um, you ever heard of Father John Misty? No. So he's uh he's very like. He's, he's more like acoustic, like just, yeah, you know, simple like singer songwriter shit. Mm-hmm. And I get in those moods, but like he has a song of an arcade fire song. 
Oh, so does he just do covers? or No, he has like his own shit. Oh, okay. um, and he used to be in a band called um, Fleet Foxes. And they were very like folky, like alternative. Yeah. Um, but he has this Arcade Fire song that he covers. And I'll be honest with you, I think it sounds so much better than the Arcade Fire version. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really good. It's like Subur- Suburban or something like that. Another, oh, another good guitar player um, that I like that I've seen is uh, Chaz Primick. Where's he from? I don't know. So I went, <laughs> this was years and years and years ago. Like, I was a senior in high school mm-hmm. and went over to a buddy's house and got high and then went and hung out at this girl's place. Like, she was like, Yeah, come over. Like, we're actually having like a little concert. And I was like, Okay. And I was just so high that I just sat on the couch the whole time. But one of the guys that played was named Chad Primate, and it was just the guy that played on his guitar. Hmm. He was so good, and he had a little CD, so I took it, and it's got like five, six songs. Doesn't sing, no nothing, just guitar. Damn. And it's really good. So the song was called The Suburbs, by the way. Okay. The Suburbs. I've never, yeah, I've never really listened to Arcade Fire. They're pretty cool. They, they, they got they got their, their moments, you know. Oh. But Momento. Momentos. I'll share a link to it, to the YouTube video that I watched. Um, also, I had somebody hit me up about your story about the band who bought you as who bought you a burrito. Yeah. Somebody like completely told me this story, and she was basically like, "Yeah, that sounds like some shit they do." And she actually knows. Um, you know somebody from the band i'm trying to look it up real quick oh so, no way yeah and it was lost in the fire dude i mean let me look sorry I... uh actually she psych uh psyched me <laughs> psych no sorry heisman but she thought it was awesome yeah fucking oj mm-hmm. <laughs> uh she has a friend who plays for every time i die who drums for them goose goose yeah dude she like homeboys fucking goose um and then uh i've met goose but i'm sure he doesn't remember that but that remember when i met the band fear before i told you about that was their their drummer at the time so i know that's goose that's goose yep he's from salt lake and stuff like from that area and everything dude knows like the whole crew like it's insane um, and then there was, uh, you ever get those moments where you just feel so small and tiny and like, like oh, it's like, a small world, but then you're like, oh, holy shit, how like inferior, like, or like, <laughs> just terrible and small am I? And then there was a bass player, Zachary Hutchins, Hutchings. Hmm. They called him Binks. And then, uh, they also sent me, she also sent me like a couple other projects from a band called Loom. Hmm. I actually listened to the, the album that she sent me. It was pretty good. I'll listen to it. I'll give it a shot. Hell yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, Have you ever I, heard of uh, I Am The Ocean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, a, a, like knows from some knows yeah. some people from there. Oh. Cool, right? It's, it's, yeah. Like you said, small world. All, beca- all because I bought a CD of a band I liked. How badass. And you I got look a, at that. And went, went to Del Taco and got a burrito. I think that's a good note to end on. Dude. Building things up. And feeling just so. Dude, I haven't been to Del Taco in years, but I'm gonna go to Del Taco after this because why the like they just. You might run into somebody from Shine Down. Dude, actually, uh... <laughs> fuck you guys. By the way, Dude, the fuck you guys if you can't so appreciate Shine Down, man. They're great. They're Dude, great. that was fun. They're all that was you know, so funny though. Fine. Dude, that was just like, had, the perfect I was, moment. I was dying. And then the the my lyrics like I just thought of them right then and there, and that I tweeted. And I was like, Dude, those are funny. I was like, How did I just like I've got a weird gift like that, but. We'll share those, because, yeah. Good episode. Good gospel. It was a good one. Hey, hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks Um, for listening and tuning in. If you guys like the Tinder shit, like... We can do that again. Don't worry, we've got plenty more. If you guys have any ideas for anything, that's always cool. You know, we like like hearing what you like. You know, like, we can reoccur stuff, but we also like mixing it up, too. Totally. You never know what to expect and show that we do have range. Yes. That's why I really like the uh, TRL episode. Yeah, that was fun. That was cool. So, yeah. I mean, if you guys want to do that, hit us up, let us know. Yeah, if we get enough, we can do that one again. Oh. Yeah, and um I mean, shit, this is this is cool. This is fun as always, you know, and um shit, what was I going to say? I don't know. Um, Please spread the word of the gospel. Yeah. We want to get more people listening and just We're from Utah is for the people. Yeah. Tell a friend. Yeah, I mean, check us out on Instagram. We're at We're From Utah Pod on Twitter, 
It's we're from Utah. Uh, check out Tanner and his stand up. Uh, it's on YouTube. Yep, I've got a set on YouTube. Tanner Tuttle, um, stand up comedy at the Underwear Show. I think it's the links both on my Twitter and my Facebook. Yep, so so check it out. Twitter we'll and Instagram. It. Yep, band Tanner Tuttle. Alfredo's got. I got both of those things. Freddy Ya yeah, fifty nine. <laughs> so yeah, you can check me out on Twitter. It's Freddy to five nine. Oh yeah, that's a... on both of them actually. Except yeah. uh, on Instagram, it's Freddy to five. Eh, Freddy duh underscore five nine. Yeah, I mean I'm on there. You I'm sure if you put Freddy to the five nine, we'd find you. I'm pretty sure you can just type in Freddy and it'll pop up. Like it's it cool. Might. It might. You yeah. might be that popular of a Freddy. No, not even that, dude. I just think that there's not very many people who are just Freddy first. It's not really like catching fitness with freddy or like i think okay that's another thing i forgot to talk about on here what do you i and i think i'm about to do it i think i've gone i've committed to the gym long enough that i might just change it to freddy fit freddy fit why not <laughs> i'm gonna argue with I was that. To, hey gym shark fucking somebody hit me up send me some merch we're from utah we're all about the gym life freddy the fit bit twit that's <laughs> that's awesome all right well hey Thank you guys. As always, thanks for listening and stay you tarted. Stay you tarted.